Hey guys and welcome back to the Penny Surfounds podcast with your host Kay and this is the podcast where we aim to dispel myths, simplify difficult financial jargon and rectify your own personal problems. Happy Monday guys, happy Monday. It's a new day, a new week and I'm excited for this new week. Speaking of that, I have an amazing, amazing guest on with me. I'm literally so excited to have this conversation. For those of you who don't know, do you know what? I'm not going to do the intro. I'm not going to do the intro because I feel like this guest needs to intro themselves. They're so amazing. Guess who are you? I'm Beverly. Um, I'm the founder of the Mia Store um, that sells big storage um, that can be used for traveling and home organization. Absolutely amazing. I love the Mia store. I have Beverly right now. I currently have two of my favorite wigs hanging up in my wardrobe, thanks to you. Oh. Honestly, I do. I used to throw them anywhere. I didn't really care where they went. You know, when I was done, yeah. I was like, oh, throw it anywhere. You know, I'll put it in the drawer or something. And then thanks to the Mia store, I have literally, they're, they're now so neatly displayed in my wardrobe and they're just so compact and put away nicely. Thanks to you, honestly. Thank you so much. Um, but bef- you know what let's just get straight into it so ha- what, what made you start this business because I mean it's amazing but i tell you one thing for free I would not have thought of that at all storing you know wigs I would not have thought of that so how did you come up with that idea so um, I know it's like the typical cliche oh my mum did this and I then discovered it but that's literally what happened my um, in 2016 my mum like basically shouted at me for leaving my wigs on the chair <laughs> Um, and I'm the kind of I'm the kind of person in general. Um, I I have amazing business ideas. I always have a business idea. There's love not it. been a day that I don't have a business idea. Oh, I love idea. it. The difference is that I don't execute them, but I have them <laughs> in the storage. I'm like you, so right. <laughs> so yeah, like I just like was thinking about um, what can I do to store my wigs. Like how can I store my wigs properly? Because of I don't want to leave them in my drawers because I have like my personal stuff in there, my clothes and stuff. So it's just like it's not nice condition to leave them in. So that's why a lot of people leave them on the door handles because they're just not a place where it's going to be overcrowded unless you put a coat on top of it. And you- or anything like that so yeah I drew it out well I told my friend to like properly draw it out for me so um I drew it and then I left it I because I was in university at the time I just left it and I didn't again another business idea that was just gonna be in the storage then two years after like because I was in second year I think at that time so two years after um after I graduated um, I was like, oh, let me just start it now that I'm working and everything. So when I checked it on the market, there were there was something similar to it. However, um, the material um, that was there wasn't the same material that I have. So mine is satin. So I really thought about um, the extra care for a wig because the, the material that was on like Amazon and like the big platforms, um, they were materials that were actually kind of um, basically not damage your wigs, but not leave them in a condition that okay. a fashion or silk material will do that. So really thinking about the extra mile. So even though I thought about it since 2016, bearing in mind there was nothing like it on the market. I remember searching it with my friend and there was literally nothing like that. We could only see the ones that are like uh, made out of plastic. And then it's like a head. It's like a mannequin head, but you can hang it. Oh, okay. But the one that I have now um, is like a bag um, with a hanger. Um, that you can fold up and it's like really portable. So it's just really thinking about, okay, even if your idea is out, like basically, unfortunately, you didn't basically chase it up when you 
did it at the time when you originally did it. However, that doesn't mean that you can't do it, like enhance it in your own way when you really think about it and stuff. So that's how I genuinely came up with that idea of the second wig storage bag. No, it's absolutely amazing. And do you know what's even more amazing? So I've been watching your journey for a, for a little while now and I love it. And do you know what I find so interesting? So obviously it's a it's a wig storage, you know, a lot of women, um, especially in the black community, wear wigs. This is kind of normal for a lot of people. But obviously, you know, black women can buy from your stores for everyone, right? Anyone who wears a wig. But I love the way that you kind of focused down into the cosplayers so people who like oh, to yeah. dress up you know um people who love like anime and love to dress up as anime characters that from from what mm. i can tell anyway correct me if i'm wrong that's from from what i can tell that's kind of like where your target is at the moment anyway mm. yeah 100 so it was a bit of luck because i think when i first started it was gen- um generally black females that were buying the wig hangers or black males that were buying it for their girlfriends or their sisters so it was generally the um, black market that were buying it. This is the cycle of business. I had my quiet moments. I do work full time. So it oh, was amazing. like, sometimes I do have my quiet moments and you will get them even if you are a full time entrepreneur. You always have your peaks like Christmas and summer. And then you have like the times when people are basically broke, which is January. Mm-hmm. So I had my quiet moments. Then I just really, really want to improve on marketing and stuff. So I don't you see you follow me on Twitter so you know yes. how like I market all the time I love it I'm yes you do it. you're always pushing um, and I love it yeah I never go with the marketing sometimes you don't get a retweet but sometimes you do and when you do it can like so as a platform and um, I'm thinking talking about the pros of probably e-commerce I think that can really set you off mm-hmm. so um yeah so the co- one cosplayer discovered me and because cos- the cosplay community is such a close-knitted community even though there is a bit of division in some way mm-hmm. um with like just like any other community of course yeah however with cosplayers like they're so close so one when um, one person was like oh my gosh this is so dope i need it for my wig and another person was like oh my gosh i need this for my wig too so it just went like a domino effect and um from then on i think it was like okay they're buying for me at least let me embrace them as well on mm-hmm. my um brand um, so like I used to I doing cosplay Wednesdays on my Instagram oh, um, just it. kind of showcasing different cosplayers and because I was getting um, a lot of interaction amongst them on Twitter I also made sure that I interact with them like on a like just on a normal level like I will with my friends mm-hmm. um, because I think one of the most important things as a brand is that you actually know your customers yes um, if you don't know your customers then that just but eventually along the line, even though you may be getting sales and everything, but it's not only about that, it's about brand awareness and making sure that you are always the first reference point when um, somebody's looking for storage, uh, a wig storage. You're always the first person if somebody's looking for something to do with wigs or has a wig opinion and they probably want to come to your platform and ask about it. So that has really helped. And I've kind of like even built like at least one personal um, um, relationship with um, one of the cosplayers as well that's been really amazing so um yeah it's it, the cosplay community is really good so it's just more about like if you get a new market or new audience that you have not you're not familiar with see do some research what do they like what do they um do and then kind of go on from that and build on that because um i think a lot of people just think it's just about sales and then mm. 
just leave it and go. Um, but it's genuinely just about building on top of what you've um, been blessed with. No, that's absolutely amazing. I love the the kind of the method that you're taking to connect with your customers. I think that's really important. A lot of companies and a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs kind of miss the connection, as you mentioned. It's just focusing on the sales. I want the money. I want to sell my products, which obviously is a part mm-hmm. of it, right? But it is yeah, also relating to your customers and making them feel like they can actually converse with you and they actually want to buy into your brand, which I think is amazing that you're doing. So. Absolutely. Let's get into e-commerce, right? Let's let's talk about. So you sell your products online. You have an online store. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. So how do you actually? How do you host your your site? Do you have your own website? Do you sell through there? Do you use like? Um, there's loads of different platforms like Shopify, yeah. e-commerce. You Shopify? No, I use Wix. Wix, amazing. So mm-hmm. let's let's get into Wix, okay? Of so for those of you who yeah. don't know, so I'm I'm quite familiar with Wix, but Wix is like a web, web website builder. So you can go on there and build a website. It's actually quite easy, um, not super mm-hmm. easy, but it's quite easy to kind of put together your website. I really like it. There's different layouts and different things you can use um, to build your website. But how have you found it on the e-commerce side? So I'm very familiar with the website building side. How is yeah. that for the e-commerce side? What's, what would you say the pros and cons of using um, Wix as a platform to sell your products? So that's actually a very, I'm so happy you caught today because I was literally speaking to my friend about it today as well. Oh, mate, look at the timing. Look at that. (laughs) So um, the advantage of Wix is that it's good if you're just starting out. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a lot of products or you um, just want to have a website that is affordable as possible and you want to take your time to build that website. So that's one of the biggest advantages I think I took from Wix. Um, They do have quite a Good, um, quite a few features such as um, if somebody abandons their cart mm-hmm. and then you can email them like in two hours to say hey do you still want to buy something and just like little e-commerce features that will help boost your your sales or um, email marketing and just features that they do have on Shopify however Wix is um, it's like a jack of all trades mm-hmm. where it, it's not specialized in something that allows it to excel the way um, that other things can excel, if that makes sense. So um, if you want to have a blog, you can easily go on Wix and do a blog there, whereas you can't do that on Shopify. Yeah, so Shopify has, is more advanced, I will say, when it comes to e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in the UK, I believe, um, when we're speaking about shipping as well, because I use like a normal shipping service now, like like anyone can go to the post office. Like that's how I do my orders. However, with um, Shopify, I think it would have been much more better because they have integrated, um, what do they call it? Fulfillment companies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So um, Wix is not there yet when it comes to I think they are trying, but they just haven't topped it with um, Shopify. Hence why, like, Shopify is doing extremely well in the, oh, I don't want to get into the stock market, but, like, in the <laughs> yes, stock market. Yes, but they market, are doing well, yeah, of course. They are doing extremely well because they are really going according to where the world is going at when it comes to e-commerce. Everybody is going online. Um, as you can see with the pandemic, e-commerce was the thing that was, while other industries like restaurants, things that are quite in-house that you have to attend, e-commerce was the only thing that was booming. So it was a light in the room. And even though it was very much evident back then, it's still showing that, yeah, it's on top of its game. So um, when we're thinking about platforms, I think 
which is good if you're just starting out, especially with the pricing plan. If you're on a low budget, I would say definitely start with Wix because you get to kind of figure about what kind of website you want. Um, and I think me being on Wix has made me learn on what I want. So okay. I'm actually going to move to Shopify next year. Oh, um, so that has really given me an insight on I actually want to advance myself in e-commerce more. I don't want to just be like, I want, obviously want to be a pretty brand and I want, I care about how my brand looks, but I really want to also think about how I'm going to upscale and build my business. Um, that will obviously be easier system. So if I do get a fulfilling company to do my orders that they have integrated, um, um, they're integrated with Shopify and a lot of them are integrated with Shopify and a lot of them are not integrated with Wix so that makes it uh, a barrier to upscaling yeah. your business yeah so um, yeah so that's my kind of I, I know it's a bit fumbled but when it comes to Wix I think it's great to start out um, there's nothing wrong with um, in the platform itself when you're thinking about just starting out but if you want to upscale and I think a lot of um, when I was do my research as well a lot of the youtubers are saying that shopify is for upscaling um mm-hmm. you can start obviously with shopify but shopify is for upscaling once you know your business is doing extremely well like it has so much potential to do well mm-hmm. um and with um if you as i said before if you don't have a lot of products i think it's also good to start with that but if you have a lot of products i wouldn't say start with Wix. um okay. i'll say go straight to shopify but okay. yeah that's some great pros and cons you've given there with regards to Wix. And I think that's really helpful to a lot of people who kind of figuring out where should I start? What should I do? I've got this idea similar to you um, and, and I want to start this. Where should I start? So just to dive in a little bit deeper with Wix, mm-hmm. how is it regarding fees? Because on, on the last episode, we spoke um, about Depop and we kind of know that Depop, I believe, take 10% and then PayPal take about 3-4% when you sell on Depop. But now we're moving on to Wix. So how is it with regards to Wix? So Wix, I believe it's um, when you're talking about um, transaction payments, I think it's 1.6 or 1.9. I'm, I should okay. know this. <laughs> no, it's but, not too um, bad. It's, it's, it's definitely under 2%. Um, so it's not bad at all. That's actually, but that's if you use Wix payments. Obviously, if you use um, PayPal or other services like Squarespace, I think, mm. or another, I think it's called Stripe. Stripe or square i can't remember yeah, yeah, but yeah. One of, yeah so if you use that um their percentage i think is around 2.3 so also thinking about transaction costs as well i remember when i actually first started my business um because on wix you're not actually allowed to sell hair that's if you're want to start a hair business you can't sell Ooh, it on that's, that's a good one to kind of put out there yeah if you're looking to start hair business yeah. maybe wix isn't the place then maybe straight to shopify oh exactly so um they thought that I was selling hair because obviously it says wigs and hair. Yeah, of course, yeah. So um, it was a whole little battle with, um, um, what do they call it, um, with kind of clarifying that I'm not selling wigs, I'm not selling hair, I'm just selling wig storage. It's just because it says wigs yeah, or course, hair, it yeah. doesn't mean I'm selling it. So the whole back and forth and they actually stopped, um, they stopped me selling and um, using wig payments. Oh, wow. So um, that means that my transaction fees would have been a, a bit more higher if people went through um, Square um, to um, as a platform um, to use their debit card and, or credit card. So I didn't like 
personally, I don't really like PayPal as the only option. Mm-hmm. Um, not because PayPal is easy and accessible, but I think sometimes they can be a pain. For example, mm-hmm. like holding your money if they're not sure you're getting to. There was a time that I was like at my peak, and then PayPal just held all my money because That's they crazy. were just unsure about the transactions that were coming through. Like mm-hmm. it was basically too good to believe yeah. <laughs> for PayPal. So. Um, always make sure that you have different payment providers available um, which is also a comparison for um, Wix and Shopify when we're speaking about um, Shopify have like Apple Pay and yes, Klarna yes. If you, well, I, I'm not really a pro on Klarna but if you like Klarna <laughs> um, then um, yeah you can use that as well on your platform so kind of um, the difference that kind of shows you the difference in terms of scalability between the two platforms um, yeah absolutely okay that well i mean that's that kind of explains i mean it, obviously right now we've only compared depop and wix but i think that's that's quite good if, you, if you're actually looking to set, set up a business um i think wix is definitely a good starter platform as you mentioned mm. one question about how things have been for you so as everyone knows we are all together and we're all in unison because one thing binds us here and that is the coronavirus so we're all in lockdown so how has it been for your business because i've spoken to people and business has been booming during lockdown which obviously you know is a bit kind of like really because a lot of people have lost income but how has it been for you has it been more of a struggle have you had to um as you mentioned earlier so we can touch on that as well have you had to push marketing a bit more how has it been for you um in the beginning of the pandemic it was a bit difficult just because you didn't you didn't want to put out content when everybody is basically in a state of anxiety so mm-hmm. it was very hard to push out content like hey buy my wood storage but nobody's going anywhere so what do i need it for um even though it's good for like your house like keeping it in your in your own wardrobe but a lot of people also use it for traveling so it was very hard to do the marketing behind it so i kind of like being true to myself I did give up um mm. during that time um and I think that's is really important to know the rawness of being an entrepreneur in that state in that like you just don't know what to do so I then what happened I seeked help um from somebody um she is a social media marketer she was doing like pro bono work basically um for businesses that are struggling during the pandemic um and she was just really nice she's um she works with some of the love like basically like an influencer agency I oh believe. amazing and um she basically does the social media marketing for the company so um she's very like expert in her knowledge so she when i mean this woman gave me how many paragraphs of information on how to basically market my business for all for free something that you will pay money for she gave it to me all for free that's lovely and i literally took that information and i literally applied it to my business and kind of catered it to myself. That's when I then thought, okay, let me start putting, let me start posting consistently. Let me start thinking of new ways. Probably you don't have to post out, oh, please buy my product. Why don't you just kind of be an informative um, company, um, really thinking about beyond yourself, start thinking about how you can um, educate people, probably how to do their hair during lockdown or how to do something else. Like just really thinking outside the box. Um, and then I think when I saw the boom, it was when it um asked, I think that that was June, so when the whole Black Lives Matter thing was going on and mm. black um supporting black businesses. Yes. Um that's when actually Cosplay discovered me and then um it just went skyrocketing skyrocketing from there. But then 
um, because um, this is something that is probably more deeper, but I think when you're speaking about inventory, so I have enough inventory to the thought of like what I'll probably sell within the next two months. But obviously what I would sell in two months went out in two days. So I didn't have any more stock. So that led to pre-orders. Then there was a delay um, due to the fact, obviously due to the pandemic and like the delay was on orders were like a month. And it was really frustrating because even though I have very understanding customers that everyone knows that the pandemic is going on, it was still a bit of a, I, as an entrepreneur, you don't want that on your brand. Like you don't want to be, even though people understand you, it's just not good internally. So um, what happened is that that was a bit of delay. Um, but I imagine I got it back. Like I got all the stock eventually. But then after that, it then went quiet again because you have to think about people's purchasing power at the moment. Not everybody has a job. I remember when I was like going popular amongst the cosplayers, there were a few people that like, I really want to buy this, but I don't have a job right now. But when I do have a job, I will buy it. Mm-hmm. So really thinking about the generic um, feeling of everybody in terms of purchasing. And um, yeah, that was a bit difficult. So it was quite up and down. So I wouldn't say I had a total booming month. I mean, period during the pandemic, even though we're still in it a bit, but um, it was, it was, it, it was up and down like anything else, if I'm being honest. So, yeah. Well, I mean, first and foremost, it may not have felt like an, an achievement, but cra- congratulations for selling out in two days. Imagine you had stock <laughs> set up for two months and it went out in two days. That's absolutely incredible. And as you mentioned, kind of getting the stock in and having to pre-order and that kind of length of time. I think I think it's always nice to have these conversations with entrepreneurs because I think we almost get lost in social media that entrepreneurship is the way forward quit your nine to five, you know, become a millionaire through entrepreneurship. And there is a lot of hard graft that goes behind it. So it is lovely to kind of talk to entrepreneurs like yourself and kind of find out and see that, you know, sometimes it is really good and other times it can be really, really stressful. So that's really good. Um, How has, you mentioned it earlier, how has marketing, so in terms of Twitter, because you mentioned that, how has that helped you and how have you managed to utilize that to kind of push forward sales? Um, I think it's just being as creative as possible. It's very hard sometimes because, especially if you work a full-time job and then you're doing this, it's like, so creativity sometimes limited because you just want to rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think um, one of my favourite ones is obviously using Twitter because Twitter is kind of like you always get the trending topics at the time. So you can literally jump on that with your business. So um, that's why I love Twitter. I think Instagram is good, but I just feel like it just it looks it makes a business look pretty. Yeah. Whereas Twitter is the real interaction, you get the real audience, you get the real feel um, um, out of people. So um, between those platforms, I think Twitter is just like amazing. And um, you will have your quiet moments on Twitter. You'll probably have you'll probably run out of things to kind of tweet. But um, I did notice a lot of businesses don't a lot of businesses. Um, don't really use Twitter as much. Yeah, um, they don't. I, I agree, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, it's a total opposite for me. I probably don't use, well, I use Instagram. I try and put the other post every every day or like every three days. But Twitter for me really skyrockets myself. So on which it shows you um, where does your traffic come from. And like 70% of it is Twitter. Only like 2% is, or 3% is from Instagram. 
And that's just probably my, that's my story. You know, that's my business. Other people are doing extremely well on Instagram and they just don't probably engage with um, Twitter. So it, it really depends on where you put your energy into. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to now jump on Facebook because Facebook is another world on its own. It like, is. If oh my goodness. You are sorted. You don't even need to worry about any other platform. Facebook is amazing because of how, for example, when you reshare um, things and how like static you can be on someone else's page. And just the algorithms are much more better on Facebook and Instagram, as we probably are aware, like the algorithm, everybody keeps on complaining Everyone about it. Everyone complains about it. Oh like, my gosh, yeah. Nobody knows like what is going to help. Mm-hmm. their businesses or their um if you're a content creator so it's very difficult um on instagram so just find another platform that works for you don't feel like you have to only use instagram um twitter's good pin and pin is also good um blogs if you're writing blogs for your business as well that's something i want to get into as well mm-hmm. um because people really like there's so many other platforms out there i feel like it's just time like you broaden yourself but I know it does take a lot of capacity as well especially if you're doing it all by yourself so um that's when hopefully next year that's when I kind of get something to help me with social media um because if you really want your business to do well you have to invest in capacity because <laughs> yeah. time is money it time absolutely is, really is it absolutely is uh, um yeah no, but that's that's amazing. I mean, I agree with you with Twitter being a great platform. I think a lot of people, regardless of what you do, whether you're an entrepreneur and you have a business, whether you're a creative, whatever you do, if you have something to push out there, I do really believe Twitter is a great place. Um, and you might agree with me, Beverly. Um, I had this conversation the other day with someone and we basically agreed that Twitter, you can go viral any day. It can literally happen any day. Whereas Instagram, it's a lot more work. People have to reshare you and hopefully you pop up an explore page. And it's all those, it's it's a lot more effort. Whereas on Twitter, you could make one tweet and that blows up one day. And now all of a sudden everyone knows your business. And we've seen it time and time again, especially during lockdown. We've seen so many, you know, fashion designers and so many different businesses who've just popped up and now they've gone viral from one tweet and now everyone knows them. Everyone knows them. So I definitely would encourage people to use Twitter. Um, Pinterest is really good, as you mentioned. Facebook is a whole different world, but again, amazing. Um, But yeah, make use of whatever's in front of you if you want to try and market your business. So before we round off, Beverly, it's been amazing. Thank you so much. You've imparted so much knowledge. But before we round off, I know I'm I'm putting you on the spot, so don't worry if it's going to take you a minute (laughs) to think about it. But what would be your three top tips to anyone looking to start a business? Because there'll be people listening thinking you know what after hearing this I think I might explore Wix um, and I've, I've got this business idea and I'm going to do all this but what will be your three top tips to anyone looking to kind of go down the road of entrepreneurship and start their business okay so number one um, don't feel like you need to have it all before you start um, business happens with growth so it is like you can never ever be at the state of perfection. Even the biggest companies in the world are not in the state of perfection. They're just growing more than ever. Yes. Um, so as I said before, um, Shopify, I don't want to make it technical, but um, Shopify um, in the stock market were much lower than they were before the pandemic. And they 
added more advancements into their business, into their company or their platform to make sure that they upscale. So that's an example of growth. So growth can happen anywhere. So when you're starting a business, please make sure that you feel like that you don't have to have it all. Obviously, have the basic stuff. But if you feel like you can't have capital, for example, to get a, a logo designer or a website designer or anything like that, um, just start small. I feel like your product or anything that you're selling will speak for itself. Um, secondly, um, try to be, um, don't be put off by competition. I think competition is one thing that I struggled with in the beginning, but sometimes you actually have to speak to yourself and say, I'm actually, I actually know what I'm doing. I have my own way of um, marketing to people, telling my audience why my product is the best and all those kind of things and just making sure that um, you stay on top of that. And it's a mind game, but it, it, it is something that you have to train yourself to do um, and it will help with your self-confidence um, when you're speaking about your business um, because sometimes you reach a stage where we're just like, oh, uh, I can't do it anymore. This person's brought out this product and it's basically similar to mine. No, keep on moving. Don't even pay attention to them. Yes, be watchful of your competition, but don't copy them. Don't try and be like them. Don't try and change anything that you're doing. Just try and make it better in your own right. Number three, um, I would say, oh, number three, I had it in my head, but it's gone out. No, but... it's okay. I put you on the spot. You've done, <laughs> you've done amazing to give us those two. <laughs> All right. Oh, number three is um, basically do as much, um, try and um, do as much as possible in terms of research and your target audience. So who are you trying to target? I think if it's just, okay, let's say somebody wants to start an eyelash biz- uh, eyelashes business. Um are you bringing out anything that is different from somebody that somebody has? And if so, who are you trying to target in getting that? So are you trying to target people that love fluffy eyelashes or are you trying to target people that like the simple look or um, the like the subtle look? So it can cater to your brand. Um, I think um, that alludes to everything when we're talking about brand awareness and just making sure that your target audience are always in touch. Because if you're trying to reach every single target at the same time, not that you can't get there. I feel like it's very wrong for other people to say that not everyone is your audience. Yes, that's true. But if your product is something that is quite versatile, like mine is for wigs. So any type of wig can fit into my product. Not any type of wig. So if you have like a humongous drag wig, it can't fit into my product. (laughs) However, if you have a flat wig, um, anyone that has a flat wig is my target audience. So um, don't feel like you have to limit yourself, but make sure you take time and study your audience while you're doing it. Because if you don't study your audience, you're never going to do well in attracting them to basically buy from you. So, yeah. You have left us on an amazing note. Thank you so much for your time today. You've literally imparted so much knowledge. I I feel like I am the Wix queen now, thanks to you. I feel like (laughs) I know I can go dominate. If you see me launch um, my own business next month, then you know it's all down to you, Beverly, because you've empowered me with Wix. So thank you so much. Um, I'm sure everyone else listening has enjoyed it too. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the Penny Spans podcast. As always, Beverly, where can we find you? Um, Demiastore.com um, Demiastore.com in terms of website then Twitter um, Instagram and TikTok at Demiastore Amazing that's Mia as in M-E-Y-A thank you so much guys and we'll see you again next week <laughs>